let me talk to you about American Giant. We've all heard the phrase, uh, the phrase, put your money where your mouth is. And it's time to do that. It's time to stop talking about how unfair the Chinese government has been when it comes to trade. We need to send them a message with our wallets and all of those companies that make their products here instead of here in America in uh, China with slave labor. Send them a message. American companies. It's time to bring manufacturing back to the U.S. And one of the companies that is leading the way in the fashion industry is American Giant. They, about a decade ago, saved a, uh, uh, a North Carolina clothing factory. It was going to be shut down. They saved it. Instead of clothing, uh, closing, they, they, uh, they gave birth to American Giant. Started producing quality American clothing with American cotton, American workers. Absolutely everything is American. Awaken the American Giant. If you're looking for great summer clothes or spring clothes, go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Save 20% now. fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. There is a story in the New York Times that drives me out of my mind. A bill to force Texas public schools to display the Ten Commandments fails. And why did it fail? Republicans, Republicans in Texas. We all have these kinds of Republicans. If you're in a very, very red state, beware. We'll tell you about that. Also, Ron DeSantis uh, declares his candidacy today at 6 p.m. with Elon Musk on uh, Twitter. He'll be joining us tomorrow. And an update on Target. We begin in 60 seconds. Imagine for a moment, if you will, you could get rid of your pain. What would life be like? Our, our bodies, when they start to become older, when you have maybe abused your body or you've even taken care of your body, but man, now every time you're running, it just grinds your knees. You have inflammation in our bodies and inflammation leads to the most of our diseases and also it leads to most of our pain. If you can shrink the inflammation and get rid of inflammation in your body, you will be living much, much better. Just went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago and he said, you have like no inflammation in your body. And I'm like, yeah, relief factor. Three week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. It was developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. Get Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. Call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. Well, hello, Stu. 
Glenn, how are you? Ah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I want to uh, I want to tell the story here uh, of Target. Now, it came out in the New York Post uh, just a couple of days ago. Target's top executive dismisses the social media uproar over the retailer's new line of LGBTQ-friendly kids' clothing. Outraged shoppers have posted videos and images on social media showing bathing suits that offer offer an extra crotch coverage, as well as rainbow-covered onesies for infants and children. Other offerings that uh, raise conservative hackles include T-shirts that say Pride Adult Drag Queen, Katia. Trans people will always exist. Girls, gays, theys. So in the podcast last week for Fortune called Leadership Next, the CEO of, um, of Target, Brian Cornell, was asked about the backlash to woke capitalism and specifically about uh, Budweiser and Disney. He said, you know, I, I think these are just good business decisions, and it's the right thing to do for society, and it's a great thing for our brand. Mm. The things we've done from a DE&I, diversity, equity, and inclusion standpoint, it's adding value. Mm. It's helping us drive sales. It's building greater engagement with both our teams and our guests, and those are just the right things for business today. Spokesperson for the company told Associated Press the tuck-friendly swimsuits are only offered now in adult sizes. Kids' collection does not feature the label. Oh, well, that's nice oh, of that's them. Oh, that's great. Yeah. When we think about purpose at Target, he said, it's really about helping all the families, and the word all is very important. Most of America shops at Target, so we want to do the right thing that supports families across the country. I know that the focus on diversity and inclusion and equity has fueled much of our growth over the last nine years. Huh. So it was last week, the story was, they're going to stick to their guns. Well, Target came out on uh, yesterday, Tuesday, said the retail giant is going to pull some of its LGBTQ-friendly kids' clothing from its stores after facing customer backlash. Just days after the company's talk executive dismissed the social media uproar, the Minneapolis-based chain said one of the main factors in the nationwide adjustment ahead of Pride Month was become, because some customers had become violent with workers. Well, I hope that that is not true, and if that is happening... I, I don't want anything an to do with idiot that. If you were to Idiots. harass a Target employee idiot. violently yeah, over just, clothing, you're an idiot of any sort. But still, I mean, this is what they always say, right? Like, yeah, every, I know. So I don't know if I believe anything. Yeah, they always say, "Oh, we've had death threats." This, this was always said. Oh. Uh, you, the death threat thing is particularly comical for anyone who happens to be in, I don't know, AM talk radio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Suck like... it up, buttercup. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work, said the Target spokesperson. Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our plans, including removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior. Target declined to say whether it would remove the tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women, their men, who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their junk. My word's not theirs. One of the LGBTQ brands being pulled, however, is Abpralin, 
which makes T-shirts, sweatshirts, bags, um, mainly because, uh, you know, it's occult and satanic themed LGBTQ T-shirts and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Um, criticism has been widespread, Target spokesperson said. Folks are reaching out with feedback, and while some are sharing it with constructive criticism, they disagree with product decisions that we have made. Um, Target shares were down 3% yesterday at closing. So it's good for their brand. Good for their brand. Uh, No, actually, not good. You are beginning to have an effect. You, anyone... Anyone that you know is like, let's go and tear it down. Tell them they're a moron. You're beginning to win. Already, ESG, any ESG fund is way down. They're not introducing, uh, they're introducing half of the number of funds than they did last year. That's because you're winning. Now you have uh, Budweiser on the ropes. I mean, have you heard the ads from uh, one of the uh, local bottling companies in Alabama did an ad? And they're like, it's a really bad ad, but it was like, we're sorry. We don't have anything to do with this. <laughs> we have nothing to do. We're all local people just like you. We disagree. We have nothing to do with this. Um, but it's getting it's bad. It's, I, I think this is a really fascinating case study, the whole Bud Light thing. And I think the Target thing is r- rising to that level as well. In which, like, I don't know exactly how these things work or how you do them or how you make it happen. But, like, you know, like we were talking about this a little bit off the other day. Uh, obviously, Miller Light is one of the big alternatives for Bud Light. Mm-hmm. I swear Bud Light is the one. This is Sarah Gonzalez's point, but um, which I'm stealing. But it, I swear Bud Light leaked the Miller Light ad because it was old. Oh, sure they, they did. They, sure <laughs> they pushed they that did. out there. I think that's a, yeah. I think it's, but, but Miller Light's the alternative, right? And they, but then they were doing this too. Um, now, of course, Coors is owns Miller Light, so Coors Light and Miller's Miller Light are, are in on on all this right. stuff too. And then Michelob Ultra also released an ad a while ago that had a transgender athlete that we just all missed. Like, That's I okay. didn't know what happened. I, uh, I don't care who teaches everybody a lesson. Somebody needs to teach and be taught the lesson. That's what's fascinating here is like maybe that's the answer because you really can't boycott everybody that does no. things that you don't like. It, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be it wouldn't even be consistent with capitalism to boycott everybody that disagrees with you. Correct. But if you it's do, not even possible. It's not possible in this society, but it's also like not consistent with the principles of capitalism. Yes. Like there's you're not supposed to only do business with people you agree with. That being said, when you have an example like this that is making a big difference, it's down their sales are down 24%. Yes. Their stock does seem to finally be reacting to this. For a while, it really hadn't reacted. Because I don't think people thought it was serious. It didn't think it was last. Right. And so now you're seeing them panic. You're seeing real reaction. Disney's the same way. Like, I don't know that Disney's business was particularly harmed by any of the stuff that happened there. But well, it might be. I mean, I, they a lot of the stuff that, that has been talked about, we talked about this with the DeSantis uh, situation, they acted like they were blaming DeSantis mm-hmm. for this $1 billion project mm-hmm. that they shut down when in reality they had already pretty much shut it down previously. But still, like, nobody wants to be the next Disney. 
Nobody so, wants to have to correct. deal. No one wants to be the next Bud Light. No one wants to be the next Target. So why bother with this stuff? Just stay out of the out of the out of this you know discussion. Completely. Well, I will tell you that I hear from um, uh, Ramaswamy. What's his uh, first Vivek, name? Ramaswamy. Yeah, Vivek Ramaswamy. He said I talk to business leaders all the time, Glenn. He said there's a few of them that are held hostage. He said that they're like we don't want to do any of this, Vivek. We we just can't. Yeah. not do it i think that's more common i think so too we realize and it, you know you start teaching i don't know if target is a true believer or not boy they sure seem like it um, but the fact that they're moving clothes out from the front to the yeah, back but they're only doing it in certain cities etc cetera, etc cetera. i i think mm-hmm. uh i think they just i i boycott don't and this is a w- women's thing, really. The men who goes they go to Target, they're like, "I'm gonna tear your face off." Are not the ones that they're going to concern themselves with. Also, is there are there actually any of the pe- these I people? Don't, I, I don't. I don't. I've never know. seen one. It's nope. possible, I yeah. suppose, yeah. that some idiot is doing something dumb. Yeah, but you do. You know, one person does something dumb, and then it becomes the whole thing. Yes, uh, but women. And I, I mean, Ricky, our executive producer, she's like, I, I'm trying not to go to Target. It's been three days. I'm having a hard time not going to Target. And I'm like, well, we can, you know, I can give you a 12 step class to go to. We can, you know, we'll do 12 steps to get you off of Target. Uh, but it's the women that are going to make the difference in this one. And if you keep this up, if you teach Target the Anheuser Busch lesson, You've got two in a row and kind of with Disney, three. Yeah, I think Disney counts too. Mm -hmm. I I think too, one of the things that's interesting about the Bud Light thing, and I've gone through this myself, is it's not as much about uh, some sort of organized boycott against this company. Because honestly, I don't know that, like I've heard a lot of people talking about that, but it's not like a typical boycott that we've been on the other side of, right? Where you have all these big organizations. One of the things I think with Bud Light, and maybe Target is getting to that point, is that it's created some some level of like societal like ickiness. Like it, it's one of those things that like I went to, a, I, I think I mentioned the story. I went to a wedding and they yes. had all the yes. beers up there. You could choose whatever you like. And normally, uh, but I'm going to have one beer at a wedding. I'll probably have a Bud Light just because it's the one I, mm-hmm. but I, I looked at it and I was like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to get a conversation about transgender issues tonight mm-hmm. with somebody. I'm, I'll take a Miller Light. And I think that is like, what is actually affecting the sales? I don't know that it's like everyone be like, I'm, you know, yes, we have people who are shooting, you know, Kid Rock is shooting his Bud Light with machine guns. Maybe that's part of it. But I think part of it, too, is just like people want to avoid it. And it's created this like, societal so, pressure on people to just choose something else. That's when that happens, that's when how, somebody how comes into the house with a Target bag or yeah. you say, oh, I got this at Target. And they'll say, you're shopping at Target? Yeah. That's when this will change. That's when it happens. That's when this yeah, will change. Yeah. And uh, I, it's I th- amazing. I, I think we are. I've been saying this for a while. I have really good feelings. I mean, bad crap is coming our way. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. For those of you who listen for the doom and gloom, I'm still here. But good things are happening as well. There is something happening in America, and the Anheuser Busch going down and staying down, and now just. In a couple of days, I mean, uh, the icky feeling happened with me and my wife when we were walking through Target, and it's right there. It's in your face. 
And uh, as I'm walking down uh, the aisle of Target right in front of the cashier and I see all of this, I'm like, you know, really? This is who you are? This is who you think we are? You think that transgender needs a, a, a display up front? How many transgender people are there? You are, you are grooming our children. It really bothered me. Really bothered me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you look at, we just talked about this with the social media alert from the government yesterday. They said as a positive, one of the things about social media was it helped people. What was it? Develop their identity in LGBTQ issues. That was one of the positive effects of social media. And they had tons of negatives like suicide and everything else. Mm -hmm. But one of the positives was if you happen to think you might be LGBTQ, this helps you develop your identity. And it's like, well, that's just saying that social media is there to walk you. I mean, grooming is is actually a really good word for that. It is. It, it really. I mean, it, it's, it is. It's, and, it's and, different and, from the than the criminal version of it, but it is pretty. It's a pretty applicable word. You know, they say one the the thing that one generation tolerates, the next will embrace. Mm. If you look at casual sex, we tolerated Bill Clinton. Well, it depends what the definition of is. is. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden. <laughs> It became totally cool. Sex and, you know, oral sex, all of that, totally fine. Kids doing it in schools almost immediately, okay? Um, remember that, so where was that story that was in uh, Virginia? Ale- Alexandria? Alexandria, Alexandria Virginia. Virginia. Anyway, huh? there was, uh, there was a, you know, th- this happened overnight. Mm-hmm. What are we tolerating? We are now tolerating Satanism. We are now tolerating are children being groomed for trans drag shows? Uh, you know what this embraced as a society? Back in just a minute. Now, there are good companies out there that are doing their best. In, in fact, uh, Patriot Mobile is one of them. And I just read a story today because uh, the Republicans in Texas failed to pass in the House a bill that would put the Ten Commandments back in classrooms. Last session, they had one where you have to, you can put in God we trust, but the school can't pay for it. But, you know, you can put in God we trust in the schools. And uh, so Patriot Mobile is uh, making free banners for school, for schools. Just one of their customers like, I'd like one of those banners for the schools. You can put it in and then they have to hang it. So anyway. Um, Patriot Mobile is one of those companies, and they're working on our side. Uh, Patriot Mobile has great cell service. You're going to get the same cell service because they're on the same cell towers. So you're going to get the same service, except you're going to pay less money. Uh, You're going to get the same coverage, and you're not going to be donating to Planned Parenthood at the same time. Isn't that great? Patriot Mobile, stand with the companies that are standing with us. Here's a great way to do it. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Make sure you use the offer code Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. We were talking about how one 
generation tolerates something and the next generation embraces it and how these things that were bubbling under the surface that we all talked about hey here's the slippery slope slippery slope alert every conservative talk radio station made these points over the years i know you made it a hundred times about how you you start taking you know you point a and then b c and d are, are going to be resolved correct uh i i'm reminded of this as i see this story in the new york times with this headline interested in polyamory check out these places Laws granting rights to people in polyamorous relationships are being recognized in more cities. Notice they call it polyamorous instead of polygamy. Polygamy, which was always the way that it was, was referred to. It was always polygamy, mm-hmm. and now it's polyamorous. Right. And I guess, I mean, it's incredible because they go through city after city. It's basically a travel guide for polygamists. Where should you go? Where can you get more rights? Where can all these things get recognized? Where can you... And it goes through all of this... And each one of the cities are hardcore liberal cities that are just doing this. Oh, I would we are love the to same... move some of those, you know, uh, Mormon, the fundamentalist, you know, fundamentalists yeah. that are, they wear the pioneer clothing okay. and everything else. They're like way out there. Mm. I would Please. love to ship them to one of these <laughs> to liberal Somerville, cities. Massachusetts. Because they would love it. <laughs> yeah. The town would embrace oh, them. I'm sure they oh, would. it would be so great. Then it would be an, an attack. Right-wingers pounce yeah. on our new polyamorous <laughs> laws. <laughs> <laughs> They're not polyamorous. They're bigamous. <laughs> Remember, though, when the conversation was, hey, look, you know, say what you will about, you know, gay marriage or civil unions or whatever the thing is. But if you do this, how are you going? When the argument is, how can you judge love? How are you going to stop polygamists Anything. from advancing? I guess the answer is call them polyamorous instead. Yes. That's the that's the defense. How are you going to stop people saying I'm married to my AI? I'm telling you, just like I told you, polyamorous would happen. I'm telling you now. People are going to be fighting for the relationships with their AI, and those will be the people that will lead AI to get rights. Mm. Mm. Okay, uh, and it's coming. How? Who are you to say who I can love? I love my AI. Who are you to say uh, who I can love and who I can marry? I love those three guys. That one binary guy. Those four women over there, and uh, we love it because. Hey, it takes a village to raise a child, and we all work together. Can you pull that audio so I can take it out of context, please? Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'll be posting that on the internet <laughs> later today. <laughs> Don't worry, Media Matters is already oh, yeah, Just wait for true. them to do it. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. On 9-11, almost 3,000 people lost their lives on what turned out to be America's darkest days, or one of them. Here we are. A generation later, and you'd hardly know that it happened at all. You'll not find out about it in school. Tunnel to Towers Foundation, the 9-11 Institute, aims to change that by educating kids from kindergarten all the way up through grade 12. Now, you're going to have to, in kindergarten, you're going to have to get rid of the Tucket bathing suit instruction programs that are going on. But I don't know. I think learning about 9-11 would probably be better. Their nonfiction first-person accounts are available both as videos in the uh, Discovering Heroes uh, videos and book series. They're deeply moving, amazing accounts, and it puts heroes 
real heroes back into our kids' lives. Never forget means to educate our future generation. Let's help our nation honor its vow. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel 2 Towers. That's T2T.org. T, the number 2T.org. Help our country's children remember. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is fed up. You can save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Well, the real fight is beginning uh, tonight at six o'clock. Uh, Ron DeSantis is going to be announcing uh, his uh, presidential candidacy, uh, and he's going to be with Elon Musk. He'll announce it live on Twitter at 6 p.m. Eastern time uh, today. He will be on the program with us tomorrow. You don't want to miss it. Um, tonight on our Wednesday night special, I have to tell you, it is... It is going to be so easy, the right candidate, it will be so easy to win against uh, really all of the Democrats. The stats are incredible. Tonight on my Wednesday night special, left-wing policies and how they are killing the American dream. You know what's happening. Um, well, you, know, I could, you feel what's happening. I don't think you have any idea of the stats of how bad things really are. We're going to give those to you tonight uh, to help you load up uh, ammunition. Oh, he said ammunition. He wants people to die in violent war. Um, you load up your ammunition so you can make the argument. Uh, but this is a this a shut uh, open and shut case on how bad things are and how the American dream is being suffocated by the Biden administration. That's our Wednesday night special tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Um, Good to see the hatred and bigotry continue. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you for that. Uh, I just, uh, would you say Sam Brinton is a degenerate? <laughs> oh, no. No? No, not at no, all. Not at all. Okay. No, you're talking about the cross-dressing... Uh, yeah nuclear waste guy, waste guy. <laughs> yeah no yeah. not for a minute would really? i say that okay well i'm good to hear that uh your score would just you? went up yes okay. yes i would huh. yes i would i would call him a degenerate huh. uh, but he is uh, he's finally been arrested after being a fugitive um you know i think he's pretty easy to spot you know <laughs> Bald head, lipstick, high heels. That's him. Uh, but uh, Somebody else's bag. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand why he's mm -hmm. so easy to spot, though, because every poll tells me that like 35% of people are transgender. <laughs> so why, why is he so easy to spot? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, he is uh, now in the uh, Montgomery County Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation Center. Hmm. Uh, and uh, he's, he's ha being housed in the general population there. Uh, in the men's prison, uh, because they're like, he's a dude. We checked his junk. And so, uh, <laughs> is that, did they say that? Is that a quote? They said he is processed and housed according to his biological sex. 
Um, How he that? Do, we do not consider that happened anymore. Hmm? I didn't think that happened. Yeah, we huh. don't. We do <laughs> not uh, consider changes brought about by hormonal therapy to be changes that constitute a change of anatomical sex. So, wow. checked his junk. He's a guy. He's a guy. So he's in with the prison, and I think he's going to in with the men in the general population. I think he's going to be very. Very popular. Speaking of uh, degenerates, uh, you know that the it's not the is it the Dodgers? It's not the Oakland A or no, the, it's the Los Angeles yeah. Dodgers. Los Angeles yeah. Dodgers. Yep. Los Angeles Dodgers. They are um, celebrating and giving an award to these queer nuns, as they're called. Well, some mm-hmm. people have been looking into the queer nuns. Um, and the things that they do. And is this what, you know, I mean, who is the baseball audience? I would imagine the baseball audience is a little older, mm. probably a little more conservative. It's all wrapped up in, you know, apple pie, baseball, mm-hmm. uh, and the flag. But uh, in, um, in California, they're going to honor the people that mock the mass. Um, people... Uh, have been blessed by them in parades by taking a uh, fake male part and dipping it into poppers and like holy water, sprinkling it onto nice. the people, which That's is nice. very, very nice. Nice touch. Um, they uh, they mm. have offered yogurt filled chalices offered at a funeral which represents something else uh, that you would be uh, drinking. Um, Some of the things that they have done, there's Foxy Mary, Free Choice Mary, Hunky Jesus. They take a guy who looks like Jesus and they have him straight. I mean, it is is the center of blasphemy. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting, too, because it's not just a typical way this would play out i feel like one of these crazy groups comes and they say they buy a, a bunch of tickets in the outfield and, mm-hmm. and then part of that package when you buy you know 200 tickets you get your name up on the board and yes you know like i could see that being like something where they say look they bought the tickets we have to do it this is honoring them as heroes of the community yeah, and I having know. them perform right aren't they performing yeah i think so oh, yeah and initially there was a whole bunch of fan pushback and blowback on this. And so they said, okay, never mind. We'll, we'll cancel yeah. it. Then they apologized to the, <laughs> you know, queer nuns yeah. and said, no, 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 come back and, uh, and, and do your performance. Uh, we want to celebrate the event with yeah, you. Yeah, they really thought uh, about it. On Pride Month. Yeah, they thought about it. Yeah. You know, what they got was and a we, lot of heat from major, uh, probably financial institutions and what I would deem as terrorists who are threatening to pull their scores so they can't do business. Probably, but are you not thinking about your audience, your fan no, base they don't, at they, all? They honestly, it's unreal. You, you heard about the target CEO. We just talked yeah. about him, right? Yeah. So the target CEO is like, this is good for business. No, it's not. You're now demonstrating that it's not good for business. But you're not shutting it down because you're hearing the cry of people. Instead, you're just moving it and still standing by it. Mm-hmm. That's because when he's talking good for business, he means global scoring and business that way. This is what Anheuser-Busch has just been hit with. 
Hmm. Anheuser-Busch is being uh, nailed by the human rights campaign, their equality store, uh, and they're taking away the best places to work. And so they've they have contacted them and said, you had the highest uh, equity score for, you know, coming from the human rights campaign. These are the people that remember about a month and a half ago were starting to uh, bully the insurance companies, I think, and saying that you have until June to change your behavior and show us you're into DEI. Uh, otherwise, you will get a bad score and we will let federal uh, federal agencies know about it. We will let financial institute. It was terrorism. So now they are removing Bud Light and they're telling Bud Light that uh, you're losing your perfect 100 score, but you have 90 days to respond to this letter. And depending on your response, you could lose a lot more than that. Jeez. And I think these a lot of these companies mm-hmm. are just going to want to stay out of this, right? Because there's no way... There's no way to please these two parties. You can't. No. You can't. You well, can't stay I think out you can. I mean, there's a hundred beer companies that haven't that haven't had this situation. Just don't do the crazy ad initially. But that is what usually... the Human Rights Commission is demanding this year. Yeah. Their demand was mm. show or, your yeah. support through advertising of the transgender community. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you just try to duck it and hope. That's all you can do. Because once you get in the middle of this, there's no winning now for Bud Light. Now. They're, they're You're right they're, it's impossible to win they're in this spot once you make that initial mistake you're in the middle of that crossfire and i don't know that it ever stops which is you know it's, it's tough and that's why you you know you're, you're dealing with real business problems now their, their stock is actually starting to tumble now and their first their initial rea- reaction was this was like well yeah the the, the prices are down but it's like less than one percent of our global bud light sales and that's a pretty, you know, like they. I don't think that would make much of a difference to them at all. But now you're seeing the stock I don't start believe to that. Well, I don't either. It's I, the number one selling beer in America. Yeah, and that's only one percent. And you're well, not over in Europe. You're not buying Bud Light. Yeah, the, no. there's a totally right. different mm-hmm. taste all around the world. I yeah. I think a it may very well be a lie, which mm-hmm. I think is part of it. I think B I think they're manipulating the numbers. Mm-hmm. They're they're projecting a year's worth of sales and only saying a few weeks since this thing has started. I mm-hmm. think they're manipulating it. Uh, but yeah. my point is their mm-hmm. excuse was this isn't that big of a deal. It'll blow over, and their stock price held on that word for a couple of weeks. Now it started to tumble. And I wonder uh, if that's going to continue. I have to tell you, the reason why these companies felt so emboldened was because Nike could get away with it. And mm-hmm. and so they saw it and were like, well, nothing's happened to Nike. I'm going to be fine. No, I don't think so. I think those days are over. Yeah. I think they are mm-hmm. over. And I think especially if you are not an ideological company. Ben and Jerry's can do a lot more yes. than Bud Light because Ben and Jerry's is is a niche a niche product at some level, but also is Everybody knows always been public stand. with where they stand. They're not yeah. they're not they're yeah. telling you if yeah. you like but low taxes, you are evil. I'm right. sorry, from day one. But you don't have Target. Uh, Target's not supposed to be doing. Target's that. not supposed to be doing this. Target has you know mm-hmm. our Waco pals uh, making their home goods. For Target, when if they start to see sales flag or they uh, get enough heat themselves, Magnolia, what are you doing doing business with Target will really suffer. They've built a really great franchise and they're destroying it right now. One good thing is uh, finally, 
Finally, I'm starting to see people, um, big names in religious community, stand up. Franklin Graham, uh, he's been speaking out for a while, but he just had the keynote for the opening session of the National Religious Broadcasters. And he said, and I quote, there is a storm coming and we all have to be prepared. Every demon from hell has been turned loose in our culture today. Our world has deteriorated so quickly we cannot be deceived and we cannot be fooled. We need to get ready and be prepared. Uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, who runs all of their all of the shows for the religious broadcasters. Where are you storing them all in the cloud and who owns the cloud? We're living in a cancel culture and big corporations want to destroy Christian organizations. They want us to shut our mouths. They don't want to hear from us. He said, it is time. You must not sit down. Uh, prepare yourself against the growing cancel culture of business, insurance, banking, and technology. Share the hope of Jesus Christ in the face of increasingly difficult circumstances. If you are going to try to proclaim the gospel, they're going to try to shut you up. Noting that if one doesn't talk about sin and preach the gospel, then that person doesn't have anything to worry about in society. But if you're going to try to proclaim the gospel, they're going to try to shut you up. Um, he said, uh, Jesus, the followers of Jesus, feared for those, their lives in those moments. But they felt they had no way out. Um, he said, today, our culture is facing a massive storm. Preach. Don't back up. Don't make excuses. We cannot retreat. Do not apologize for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Declare it, declare it and preach it. How well put is that? Every demon from hell has been turned loose on our society. It is true. That's so true. I, you know, I, a friend wow. of mine, in fact, she's my art teacher. You know, she's, she's got five boys. So like her, her, her head explodes all the time because they're five <laughs> young boys. Um, and I sent her the thing from Target showing the 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 satanic stuff that was in uh, and and self-proclaimed satanic stuff that was in Target. And that was pretty mm -hmm. much her. She's like everything. It's like the gates of hell have been opened. Yep. And I think it's true. I think it's true. It absolutely is. Stand against it. Pat, thanks so much. Pat Gray Unleashed, heard on Blaze TV and wherever you get your podcast. Getting yourself and your family out of debt has always been important, but I think you'll agree with me. It's more critical now than ever before. What's coming at us with the economy, it, it is coming fast, and you don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to be in a bunch of debt when it gets here. If you're paying on credit cards right now, even... 15 to 20%, if you're lucky, that's too much every month. It's insane. Now, this isn't right for everybody, but I want you to look at your home's equity. If you have $10,000 worth of debt, can you roll that in to your mortgage uh, and lock it in at 5%? You'll pay it off faster. You'll also end up being able to possibly delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. The people that can take you through this journey and see if it's right for you is American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
the Glenn Beck Program. So, Glenn, we were just talking about you know the craziness of the world, and we were relating it to sports, and it brought me up, uh, brought me in my mind to a recent story that has really infuriated me. It, this is a guy; his name is Glenn Kuyper, uh, Oakland A's announcer, mm-hmm. and he uh, spends an entire day at the Negro League Museum, which is you know celebrating a period of baseball, and it's been a big initiative for me, the major league. Should be that, that's yeah. a good. Good initiative. Thing. That's right. a good initiative. These are players that should have been in the major leagues and were forced to force, you know, to Correct. form another league. And so they've been talking about this history quite a bit. It's really important. And they've been pushing this as a as an initiative among all these teams. So this announcer goes to the museum and spends all day at the museum and is very excited to come back on the air in the pregame show to talk about the Negro League Museum. Okay. He comes on the air and uh, in an incredibly unfortunate mistake. Uh, tries to say the Negro League Museum and oh no he doesn't he's yes oh <laughs> he says he says the n-word now he doesn't say it obviously with malice he just says it uh, he does somehow, he even recognize it at the time I don't think he does uh, you know, I'll I bet mean, he you does that later, is, a little bit later in the game I'll you'd bet you it. if you're at the Negro uh, League Museum you're seeing and hearing that word all day all day because, because it's, that's it's part what, of the history yes. an important part of that history so anyway he gets backing from the head of the Negro League Museum, who says, this guy's not a racist. I've known him forever. The most prominent A's black player comes out and says, I've known this guy forever. He's not a racist. This is ridiculous. So is he back broadcasting? They, they suspend him, Ugh. and then they have an investigation, uh, and then they fire him. They've now fired this guy for this. What did they find in their investigation? I did, That's a great question. Yeah. I have no idea. We should get him on air. The mm. Glenn Beck Program. You owe it to your dogs. Make sure that you are doing the best to keep him happy and healthy uh, all throughout his life. And if you're feeding your dog uh, dried kibble food, you, they're just not getting everything they need. Naturopathic doctor Dennis Black created the answer, and I've been using it with Uno ever since. Dog food that's kibble, everything's been baked out of it, cooked out of it. It has to be able to sit on a shelf for two years and not go bad. Uh, gee, so what exactly is in that? You put a supplement on that food. You sprinkle it on, and it ha- it puts all of the vitamins, minerals, the probiotics, the antioxidants, all of it. If it is healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. My dog goes crazy for it. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. You'll get your first bag free just to try it out. Make sure your dog likes it. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call it 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. 833-GLEN-33. All right. We're headed to Texas next. 15 seconds. Yeehaw.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Well, there's something going on in Texas, and it's not common sense. This is from the New York Times today. Bill to force Texas public schools to display Ten Commandments fails. Uh, why did it fail? Well, I'll tell you. And what is it exactly we voted for these Republicans for again in Texas? This is a warning to all red states where you think you have, you know, we got everything under control. No, no, you don't. I'll explain in 60 seconds. And then we're going to take a look at schools. What, what have we done now with schools? How are we taking care of those? Dealing with aches and pains in your everyday life can be really exhausting. If you ever find yourself thinking about all the things you used to do and you can't do now, and when you were doing it, it was like autopilot. Now you can't because you're in pain. May I suggest a solution? There is a solution that I have found and hundreds of thousands of Americans have found as well. It is called Relief Factor. I tried it. My wife forced me to try it. I didn't think it would work because the inflammation thing with ibuprofen has never helped me before. Uh, And so I thought it was going to be like ibuprofen. It's not. I tried the three-week quick start, and I I have my hands back. I have my life back because my pain is gone. I couldn't paint. I couldn't write. It was agonizing. Now I have relief factor in my life. Please, just give it a try. I don't know if it'll work for you, but it worked for me. Relieffactor.com. If you're tired of the pain, try this. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. A push to inject, from the New York Times, a push to inject religion into public schools across Texas faltered on Tuesday after the State House failed to pass a contentious bill that would have required the Ten Commandments to be displayed prominently in every classroom. Now, I know the Ten Commandments, thou shall not murder, thou shall not lie, thou shall not steal, very, very controversial. The only one that they really have a problem with are the first two. I am the Lord thy God that took you out of slavery. Kind of an important thing to remember. Uh, and you shall have no other gods before me. I don't know. Really good safety tip. Really good safety tip as our society is being pushed into slavery because we worship a different God. And that could be your car. That could be your job. In many cases now, uh, in after-school classes, uh, it's uh, Satan. But anyway, it didn't pa- it passed the Senate. It only had to go to the House and pass. But we have a Republican rhino. He's a Texas House Speaker, Dade Phelan. Uh, and gosh darn it, he just ran out of time. He was trying to get it. Now, we only meet every two years. They also were trying to get past the uh, idea that preachers could be school counselors. Well, you don't have to go to the school counselor, but I know I don't trust any school counselor because they're all learning the same bullcrap. And here in Texas, it's different than most places. This is a very religious state. We 
the the you you'll hear open conversations everywhere about God and Jesus. You know, the first time I went to a doctor here in Texas, he said, "Okay, before we start, tell me about your spiritual health." And I went, "I'm sorry, I think the lawsuit." And we just both laughed and he said, "Yeah, here in Texas we we look at the whole uh the whole spirit and body." Um and not all doctors do that, but he did. And I appreciate it. So what happens? This rhino, Dade Phelan, he goes and he makes sure that these things are not passed because they run out of time. They would have passed if he would have put it on the schedule, but he didn't. Now, there's something else about Dade that happened last weekend, and now our attorney general is calling for him to resign. I want to play just the audio of him uh, leading the House just last weekend. Mr. Speaker, I'll move adoption. Mr. Campbell, send that amendment. The amendment is acceptable to the author. Is there objection to the opposite amendment? The chair has done the amendment. The adopted. The chair recognizes Mr. Mr. Johnson of Harris. Mr. Johnson of Harris to speak in opposition to the bill. Okay. So I chair recognizes Ms. Niabe Criado to speak in opposition to the bill. Okay. This guy is hammered. Either that or he's having a stroke or or something like that. But you'll see nobody gets up and says, are you okay? Nobody says, are you okay? Are you having a stroke? Nobody goes to him afterwards. Nothing happens. The guy, and and forgive me if he has some, I, I mean, I had this on Monday. I didn't air it because I didn't know if he was having a stroke or something else. Now, the Texas AG, Ken Paxton, has come out and said, look at this guy. Hammered while he's dropping the hammer in the last weekend of uh, legislation. That is inexcusable. Inexcusable. All right. So we didn't pass a lot of things, but we did pass some things. Um, you know, we, uh, uh, we, we passed a lot of stuff here recently about schools because of, uh, Uvalde, but we only meet every two years. So once this session is closed and that's it for the law for every two years. And it's fantastic by the way, but house bill 13 is a school marshals program, school guardian program and school sentinel program. I don't know where these things good or not. We have a retired U.S. Army Special Operations team leader and uh, combat shooting and tactics owner. It's Paul Howe. Welcome, Paul. How are you? Glenn, thank you. Good. I am doing good. I appreciate you airing this uh, topic. It's, uh, it's huge. And uh, it's like you said, two years. It's been a year. I think today is the anniversary date of Uvalde. It is. And so what happens is what has been done. Have the legislators, it's a clown show to a certain extent, as you described, uh, we have not done our due diligence, figured out the the 
the problems, and we need to do that to protect our kids. I can give you some ideas. You just ask the questions. And, well, so uh, so let me ask you. So House Bill thirteen, what's the sure. school marshal program? Usually that's an 80-hour program, and I've had instructors. We actually have a guardian program on the ground right now. This is our final day of instruction. It's armed teachers and staff. But it's a it's a hybrid program that nobody will touch because of the, the requirements. They're vague. It's not well-written. The bills are coming in not well-written. They don't understand the, the protocols. And so what happens is people are going to the guardian, which is uh, less stringent. We've trained about. Uh, I want to say over 12 ISDs as far out as Midland to uh, the Waco area to East Texas in School Guardian. That's armed teachers and staff. And we've been doing it for about 10 years right now. And has that grown? I mean, I've I've been to a campus here in Texas that have these great signs that says some teachers uh, and uh, employees here will protect uh, the children. They are armed and uh, dangerous. <laughs> like, oh, yes. Nobody's coming into that school. Well, if we go to Uvalde, or Uvalde, we saw the train wreck there. And then you had Nashville, which is more recent. Now, the problem with Nashville, the shooter elected that school because it was a soft target. And what happens is the administrators that approached the shooter basically died. And, and so they're waiting for law enforcement. Well, Virginia Tech set the, the template. The shooter there killed 32 people in 11 minutes. Any, every minute we did not penetrate the target and engage that shooter, three people died. And so we know the answers to the tests. Columbine happened in 99. And so we're a long time past that, and we need to get better because the problem with schools is the standards as far as the law enforcement officers there. A lot of times there's some great school resource officers. And they're phenomenal. But there's a lot of them that law enforcement agencies are using it as a dumping ground for officers. Wow. And they're not maintaining their skills. And these are the folks that are going to be shooting around your kids and they can't shoot. And they have we have issues with that. So I'm trying to fix that, trying to stay. Uh, you know, I don't want to, you know, push the it's the training standards is really what it is for the state. Uh, it's pathetic. So. And, what so what have we done anything in the last year from Uvalde? Have we have we upgraded anything? Is there a way no. to fix this? Oh yes, sir. They uh, what happens is we have a the TCO, which is the state basically governing board, and they are an action agency that makes sure all the standards. The problem is the state has very low standards. We have low operator standards for police officers, and then the instructor standards are horrific as well. They haven't been updated in the firearms in probably 23 years. Oh, my gosh. So, Oh, yes. And so now you have officers going in in schools, and, and these are the folks that, you know, we, we understand air marshals and the, the priority, they have a high priority on shooting and qualifications and their technical skills. Well, it needs to be the same as schools. Yes. So the guardians, it's a great augmentation to a school resource officer. Somebody can get there within 30 seconds and solve the problem, engage the shooter. And then what happens after that, the guardians, we train them to medical. And so with the medical, what happens is we can start treatment immediately. And so these problems are going to happen. We, we know it. We have a, a you know case histories as the politics in our world, and you see it, I, I, I listen to you, and, you know, it's frustrating because we know the answers to the test. I know. When, when is America going to stand up? When is the conservatives in America going to start fighting, uh, you know, for, they've been pushed back for so long and they're told, no, you can't fight. Well, let me tell you, the other side is pushing. You know, we have a mental health crisis in America. 
And so it's, it's huge, but you know, I, I try to just say, Hey, Texas, let's fix this. Okay. So, but, so if we change the standards, first of all, tell me what the standards are. I'm, I'm a really good shot, but yes. I generally only shoot during the summer. I shoot all summer long and I get so busy when I'm down uh, here in Dallas that I just don't usually shoot unless I'm, you know, I don't do any live firing. Uh, and yes. I don't know if I were standing in front of a class and somebody came in, I would hesitate just enough because I'd be like, am I good enough shot to hit him over there without hitting any of the kids? You know, y- you really have to be up on your skills and confident to pull a gun out, especially in a school where there's kids everywhere. Oh, correct. Now, we, we teach the teachers and the guardians and uh my lead instructor for the civilians, he's been running a guardian program for years. They actually shoot once a month. Okay, but so wait, 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 wait. What are the standards, though? That's what you're doing. What are the standards? Yes. Well, we, we have seven pistol standards. And then what we do is so they have to meet a time and an accuracy. So they, they shoot these standards, and then they have to go into a live fire environment, which is we have a shoot house, and they shoot real bullets. What they do is they have to clear rooms, T intersection, outside contact, and they have to be able to put on tourniquets and do a little bit of medical. So they have to complete these, and we, we document it. It's, it's just like law enforcement. Where yeah, but this, this, is, this is not Texas standard. This is your standard for the Guardian program, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Because I, I am willing to go into court and testify as an expert witness, and I all our standards that I teach exceed the state law enforcement. Why? Because the state law enforcement is, unfortunately, pathetic. And they want to keep people, and they don't want to lose anybody. But the problem is we want to keep the right people, yeah. and we want the right people going into schools. Uh, so, the schools, all the ISDs, go ahead, sir. I, I, I just No, go ahead. Finish your thought. We have schools that want to have their own ISD police. And so you have these schools and superintendents that have never run a police department, have their own personal police department, but they don't understand the standards or training. And that becomes a train wreck in itself. So these officers are not training like they should, and they're on, they should be active shooter response. And that's their, their primary goal. Keep the kids safe. We want to interdict outside. We don't want that problem even getting into the school. If you watch the Nashville footage that, uh, the bad person drove around right by a playground with mm-hmm. kids, and it could have been horrific there. So, so worse than it, than it is. So tell me, is this something that has to be pushed by the state legislature, or can you just, if if you're in, you know, you're a parent, and you're like, I want to bring this to the school board. I think we should have these guardians there. Can yes, can people do that? Yes, sir. And that's that's what happens. The, the, the people on the school boards now are, are asking the questions and the right questions. And then are what is the training standards? And so what happens is uh, the more the parents get involved and the school board members and, and get in touch with the superintendents, they can make these programs happen. And it needs to happen. Our county schools, for example, we have maybe one deputy north and one deputy south in the county. It's a 15-minute response time to get to that school sometimes, depending where they're located. So that's 15 minutes of carnage that can happen unless you have a school guardian there. And these school guardians can be there early, late, and we don't don't advertise who they are. Okay, so so do people go to combatshootingandtactics.com to find out more about this? Yes, sir, they can do that. That's where they do? Uh, And by the way, just so people know who you are, it is my understanding that Black Hawk Down – 
it was kind of based on on your experience was well, it not i yes i don't like to uh yeah, put know. that out there but, I, but uh, that. I i i spoke with mark bound in the day and uh, helped yeah. him get the get the story right we're coming up on the 30th anniversary of that uh, incident uh and so yes and uh yeah. so what i want to do is i left special ops and decided you know punched out my master's degree and then started my business to help law enforcement in the United States. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe in giving back. You know, you just, uh, when you retire, it's just time to get a job you like. I know. And I so, know. you know how it is. Paul, thank you so much for everything. Again, if you're interested in this school, just go to combatshootingandtactics.com. Combatshootingandtactics.com. Paul, thank you for your multiple years of uh, service. And thank you for what you're doing now. God bless you. Glenn, take care. Be safe. You bet. How often you find yourself just going through the motions when it comes to feeding your dog? Bowl is empty. Grab the bag of kibble. Fill her up. But you could be giving your dog uh, something much, much better. A happier, healthier life just by altering what you feed or not or how you feed your dog just by a little bit. You don't have to go buy new expensive dog food or anything else. You just get all of the vitamins, minerals, the uh, probiotics, antioxidants, everything that your dog needs in their food that is cooked out of kibble food. Put it in. It's called Rough Greens. They have a deal for you right now. You can get your first bag free. All you do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Uno loves it. Try it for your, bo- your dog. Get your first bag free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I, I, I really have a, a real problem, uh, a growing problem with the great state of Texas uh, and our legislature and, uh, and our government, I, our governor. It's, I mean, it's, what are we doing? What are we doing? Our, our country is under attack. And our state house, uh, the uh, speaker of the house, the guy I just played for a few minutes ago, he gave all of the heads of the committees to the Democrats. We, we voted for Republicans. What, why would you give the committee heads, the chairs, to the Democratic Party? And we saw this as an effect with school choice, which yes. should have passed had, and actually has strong support from governor yeah. abbott this in this particular case but still was stopped by people in the legislature yeah it's i mean it, what is the point of voting if when you vote for somebody they don't do they, they just pass the torch to the other side i mean that's ridiculous mm. ridiculous um we should be leading america I mean, it really kind of hacks me off. I came to Texas because, well, it was as soon as I could get here. And I came because there is a different way of life here. If I wanted to live in California, I would have moved to California. If I want to live in some, you know, wishy-washy state, I would have found one. No, I moved to Texas for a reason. I could have moved to Florida. I didn't. Because Texas was the one that had the reputation I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like I bought a lemon here.
They bought something that was advertised that's different. I'm not as negative on the state as maybe you are at this point. Well, I'm not I, I negative love on the state. I'm really upset that that Florida is getting the job done. But look, Florida's a great state. We lived in Florida, too, and it was a great, you it's know, a great it's state. It's a great state. It's a great place. And but as Texans like to say, it's not Texas. Right. But it's, you're right. It's not Texas. And I don't mean that in a good way. Mm. Texas should be leading. That does seem like a change over the past few years. Just yeah. in the attitude of people. I mean, I you know, it seems to be frustrating people here who've been here for a long time. Now, I was born in New York and grew up in Connecticut, so this still seems like paradise to me. Yeah, but I, still. I lived here in the 80s and 90s. This is not the Texas it used to be. Again, I'm comparing it to yeah. uh, something totally different. Oh, yeah. And that might be the case. Yeah. But still, I mean, I even, you know, I still talk to people from the Northeast all the time who are in love with what texas is in comparison to what they have but that's a low hurdle to clear for texas right it's a very low hurdle to clear and if we don't start standing up like they are in florida and passing common sense things you're done you're done the glenn back program i mean let me tell you about the texas wind farms Stu. shall i this summer It's not only time to get out and fire up the grill. It's a great time to make everybody uh, in your neighborhood going, what what are you you firing up there, Uh, Stu? What what do you you got out there on the grill? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I've got, well, not Stu. He's uh, a zucchini. Uh, Yeah, that's what I thought it was. (laughs) The best quality American meats you can get your hands on, you can get them from good ranchers. They are really, really great. It's great meat. And it's from America. So it is supporting our ranchers. These are all from our local ranchers. They are um, keeping our ranchers and our farms in business. Goodranchers.com. Now, you get $30 off any box if you use the promo code BECK, but you're also going to get that locally sourced meat and it's really good and it will lock in your price so as long as you're getting your meat from good ranchers you'll lock the price in no matter what inflation does goodranchers.com promo code beck goodranchers.com promo code beck head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn and save big 30 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv we're using the promo code fed up I'm not either, but I am, but I am, I am. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're, we're having a Texas fight. I, Mr. I'm not really a native Texan. I'm not either, but I am. I know, Mr. Native Texan from Washington State. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. here as soon as I could. Yeah, after 48 moves. Yeah, well, don't <laughs> it take some of us longer to get here. I've been here three times. This is the third time I've lived here. And, people don't uh, remember your Corpus Christi okay, days. Let's not. Like, we went back. We should no play some need. old shows there's from, from no those days because those are good shows. Need to be cruel. There's really not. There's really not. Anyway, <laughs> someday you need to uh, tell the story yeah, of your Corpus Christi. I don't days think so. But uh, something else: the mm-hmm. Texas uh, legislature under uh, Fallon, the guy who was apparently drunk at the last session uh, over the weekend. Um, he uh, he failed to pass a few things. He, he just ran out of time. One of them was the bill seeking to prohibit China, Iran, North Korea, and Russia 
from buying property in Texas. No. Meaning like anyone who is a national from, or does it like the government itself? Government, Russian citizens and companies. So if you're a Russian citizen and you're coming over here and you want to buy property, no can do. Well, see, that's un- that's unfortunate because we have our new policy on the border is to allow Russian citizens to just cross whenever they want. Correct. Because and we China. can't fly them back because we don't have good diplomatic Correct. relations Correct. with the country currently. Well, Correct. I don't know why we wouldn't. I mean, we, you know, sure, there's that little thing where we're supplying their uh, enemy that they're at war with with tens of billions of dollars of munitions. Well, and tanks that we had are we had absolute word that they would never cross that border and go into Russia. The good news is <laughs> mm. the good news is I just read about this this morning mm-hmm. yes our vehicles were found over the border uh and they were being used to fight in russian space something that we said we had a pinky promise but Zelensky says no those were rebel troops those were russian rebel troops so wait so do you have the ability to i don't know Keep all your ammunition and all of your supplies safe. You had somebody come over and steal all of our American stuff and use it across the border. I don't know if you're trustworthy. Hmm. Think of how many dollars we will spend on weapons that will just be stolen by the Russians. (laughs) It's so great. Or how many that will never be used or how many that will... Just be misfired into a field and do nothing. No, you know what? Uh, the ones I like that are being shipped <sighs> down to uh, northern Africa and uh, middle Africa to be used by Islamic extremists. I That'll love that one. That'll I love that one. Uh, by the way, tonight, uh, Ron DeSantis is announcing. See, I think this is why this is my Texas problem. If Florida was just sawed off the map and floated away, mm-hmm. you know, then I would go, Texas is leading the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Florida is like a dream come true. Florida is, I don't know, the only constitutional state, it feels like. Um, and standing up for all the right things and getting it done. And the Republicans are actually acting like Republicans should, not like Republicans do. Anyway, uh, DeSantis is going to announce his presidential You're essentially describing the DeSantis case to be president, right? Like the fact that he's doing all these things in Florida and has turned a very purple state into what you're describing here is uh, that's the fundamental argument for his campaign. Yes, it is. But it's also the fundamental reason if I live in Florida, I may not want him to leave. (laughs) You know, he's only got, what, two years left in his term and then he can't run again. So I hope he's got this stuff locked down. Wow. That's why he's doing everything through the legislature. Yeah, I think I, I you know, look, the, the voters are going to make the decision on who actually wins here. But one thing I did appreciate from the strategy perspective of DeSantis here is that there was a lot of pressure and had to be some temptation inside that campaign as he's taking hits from Trump and other candidates mm-hmm. and the media, especially to bail on his initial strategy, which was do everything you can for Florida before you get this started. Yes. Maximize the effort in the actual legislative session to pass real difference-making bills and uh, initiatives before you get into this game. 
And I, I got to believe a month and a half ago when, you know, some poll numbers have showed that Trump has opened up this lead. Yeah. There had to be temptations. Just like we got to get in there. We got no one cares what we're doing in Florida right now. He stuck to it and he pushed this stuff through. I think it will be part of his argument in the campaign, of course, but also it was good for the people of Florida. Yeah. And he he told me two years ago, I said, what do you I mean, please tell me these are not executive orders. And He's like, no, we just have to buckle down and get him through legislation. He said, my goal is to leave the governor's office with as little power as possible. So it is a true balance of power. So nobody can come in here and use this thing as a dictatorship. And uh, that's fantastic. That as a goal, that's one of the best goals I've ever heard. One of the best goals I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, uh, so he's doing this with Elon Musk. Brilliant. Tonight. That's interesting. Brilliant. Don't you think? Doing it on Twitter Spaces, which I believe is their audio platform. Basically, their streaming yeah. audio platform. Uh-huh. Uh, so I be think this is brilliant for this reason. Elon Musk is uh, is is at least appearing as a free speech absolutist. He is uh, at least appearing at this point of being somebody that is is just using common sense. And I think there's a lot of independence and even some on the in the democratic sphere, not the leftist sphere, but the democratic sphere that. Do not want to vote for uh, a Democrat. They just don't. But they need somebody that is kind of sane. And DeSantis could run uh, as, you know, hardcore conservative constitutionalist. But I think he is going to run that way. But he's also now reaching out to, uh, to Elon Musk, I think, to widen the tent. I think this is really good strategy because there are a lot of people in the middle there that you know are open uh, to someone other than well, Joe Biden. I mean, I just don't see people that said last time I can't vote for Trump. Not people who said oh, I'm tired of this. I want a difference, but people who said I cannot vote for Trump. I don't think that has changed. Okay. So I don't know how many of those that didn't vote for him last time would vote for him if it would be enough to change the outcome. He could still, I mean, and he could still win even without those people. It's just yeah. a narrow window. I think that's yeah. the argument against And you it. have to win Georgia. Can he win Georgia? Yeah, Can he win I, Arizona? Can he win Wisconsin? Georgia thing's really tough. I mean, if you look at the profile since he ran, obviously very close election that he lost in, in 2020 there. He had his problems with that election. But if you look at what happened after, you know, he tried to take out many of those big officials he disagreed with on those election results in the primary. And the Republican voters did not react favor favorably to that. They, they did. I mean, they rejected his candidates overwhelmingly. And Brian Kemp, you know, I mean, it went easily to reelection um, and defeated his, you know, Trump's hand chosen candidate in the primary by massive margins mm -hmm. um I, you know he's if just electorally he's going to have to be able to win georgia i don't think there's a, re a really realistic path to win the election without georgia and it does not seem to be a state where his certainly his backward looking message performs at all i mean the people of georgia including republicans do not want to hear it. And they've told Trump that a bunch of times. And he may be able to win them over on it or whatever. Maybe he'll change his messaging. He's had 
times where he's done that really well. But, uh, you know, so far, it, it, I don't think he's he's moved the ball there. He's also moderated uh, himself to where he's becoming more of a moderate on issues. Abortion, you know, and, uh, trans uh, issues, those sort of right. things. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure that anybody on the left, and maybe they are, uh, but is anybody on the left hearing that? Mm. I think that'll happen when you have DeSantis, because Trump is strangely saying he's a rhino, that DeSantis is a rhino. Um, yet the policies that he is advocating for are not rhino. And the ones that Donald Trump, at least a few of them, they are rhino. And so and I think he's trying to widen the tent. Donald Trump is right. trying to widen the tent there. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't know if it's real or or not. Um I'll, you know, go back to his record was pretty good uh, when he was president. Um, but I, I'm not sure how they're both trying to widen the tent. I'm not sure how it works with both of them. Yeah, you can't. You, you basically can't win without having new voters inside your tent. You need to come up with somebody because obviously last year, last election didn't work. So you need to find a different way. Now, I think part of that path is people realizing how bad Joe Biden is, right? That's part of it. But, I mean, I say this, you know, there's lots of different election theories. And I don't say this because I skip whatever you think about the election here for a second. But I think there's a fundamental question here that DeSantis has an answer for, and he should probably make as part of his campaign, which is, if you believe the election was stolen in 2020, what has happened since 2020? Well, there's a lot more Democrats in power. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that, whatever you think happened in 2020 is more likely to happen now than it was in 2020. Whatever you think that was. So I'm not saying that's in a way to discourage people from voting because I don't think that's what, it, what went on. But if you believe that's what went on, if you believe the election was stolen, there's two things. There's two ways to do this to to avoid that situation. Overwhelm. One, uh, yeah, well, I was gonna say one is when you are in power and can do something about it. Like for example, if you're president of the United States, you need to be able to push that ball down the road to 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 solve those problems and see them coming. You have to be able to do that. And I think DeSantis can fairly say, look, he had a chance to fix some of these problems and he didn't do it. Number two, the other way you do this. And DeSantis has some experience here. When you have a very close election that you, you squeak out, like Donald Trump did in uh, 2016, like Ron DeSantis did in 2018, the best path to not have to worry about any of these problems is to win your next election by 20 points. Yes. Right? And DeSantis has an argument there to say, look, I Trump was not able to expand the voters that he brought in after 2016. His victory in 2016 was immensely impressive. But his, his, even though I think he did a lot of really good things as president, he was unable to expand yes. that, that voting base. And I really thought that the choice, mm -hmm. I thought the choice uh, between the two would be enough. And it's clearly not enough. You know, that's Biden's the weakest candidate I've seen since Jimmy Carter. Uh, Hillary was really bad. Uh, Hillary, Hillary was, was really bad. bad. Yeah. She was bad. Yeah. But she wasn't weak. She was just in the wrong direction, like Biden yeah. turned out, out to, to be. be. Yes. Okay? Yes. But you didn't think that 
all the people who voted for him was like, oh, he's going to just moderate. He's old Joe, and that's Joe being Joe. And that's what won. This time, if it's even close, that is saying something about the alternative or or about the country. We have fundamentally transformed into another country. Yeah. And I think, look, part of this, as you point out, our people will ha- or have woken up to Biden being worse than they remember. They 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 bought the Biden train at some level yes. because he promised normalcy. He promised going back to normal things. We were in the middle of a, a pandemic. The world was really weird when that election happened. Yes. So you can explain, I think, some of that. And maybe it would be enough. I don't think. I think Trump could win the election if he's yeah, the nominee. It's just, it's just, too. it's, it's going to be hard, it, but it, he can do it. The other side of this is that DeSantis could flop as a national candidate. He might be terrible in these situations. I don't think that's going to be the case, but he could be. He hasn't been tested at all at this level. So, I mean, it, it could go either way. It's too early to know what's going to happen, but I don't, I think today's the day this election starts. Today is the day with DeSantis getting in. This is when this primary actually begins. And we've got yeah, a, a very interesting road. 18 months ahead of uh, us. Very interesting. All right. Back in just a second. When things are falling apart, let's be honest, a lot of them are. One of the best investments you can make for yourself and your family is food security. That way, if there are lines ever at a grocery store that are going around a block, you're not stuck outside waiting to get inside. This can so easily happen just with um, the uh, breakdown of trucking, the breakdown of the, the system again. That seemed impossible before, but you see how, how easily that could happen. We go to war with Russia. We go to war with China. Oh, my gosh. The world changes overnight. Do you have emergency food? My Patriot Supply is offering three months emergency food right now. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, 2,000 calories a day. Great food. You can get this kit um, to keep your family fed for three months right now. You can order three months food supply and get a $200 kit for uh, everything else that you need. Okay, Easy to order. It comes unmarked. And shipping is free. Preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. Tell you, a, a brother from another mother on many things uh, is Adam Curry. He was here a year ago. He was an atheist at the time. He has just done a year of search, and he just got baptized. He's a Christian now, and he's on the podcast tomorrow. And we talk about AI. He really surprised me on AI. He's he is he's a tech guy. He knows this kind of stuff. Uh, we talk about that. We talk about uh, what's going on with the FBI and the CIA. Uh, and uh, and we also talk about his journey. And it is fascinating to hear. That, that'll come out tomorrow for Blaze uh, viewers and listeners. And don't forget tonight, Wednesday night special, what this government is currently doing to destroy the American way of life for the average person, the American dream, gone. That's uh, tonight at 9 and right before, 
Stu does America in the nicest of ways. Debbie did Dallas. He does America. He's a whore. (laughs) Um, But that's it. That's our tagline. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. 8 o'clock. And then my special is on at 9. It's uh, One Two Punch on Blaze TV tonight. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, Weiss Ratings did a study. They did a test of uh, banks and they said, yeah, I mean, you know, looks like a lot of banks could fail. And uh, and Stu and I talked about it and we're like, hey, that's that's not good. That's not good news. I That's not what I'm hearing from the secretary of the treasury or the fed yeah what a surprise so before i really talked about it i really wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth to make sure we got it so we uh have uh dallas brown he is publisher at weiss ratings and um he he can tell us what they found about the banks it's not going to necessarily improve your mood but it's good to know. We have that coming up in 60 seconds. Also, there's a ruling from the uh, Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, on uh, the the pistol brace guns. And it's nuanced. You really need to hear it. Okay, your kids go to public school. Look like they've managed to survive, right? No, they're... Yeah. I, somebody has asked me this morning. They said, uh, Glenn... Uh, what are you going to do with the college? And I said, uh, luckily, my son wants to take a year off before he goes to college. And uh, I'm going to spend that year trying to convince him not to go to college. Uh, I think it is just, I mean, why are we spending all this money? Have our kids brainwashed and turned into something that they're not. Anyway, this summer, if you have kids in school this summer, when they come out, be ready. Be the counterbalance to all the bad ideas, bad history, and bad morals they're being exposed to throughout the school year. Get them started on the Tuttle Twins books. The Tuttle Twins teach about the history of our nation, how it was founded, uh, how it was meant to run. It's all based on classic, classic books, even all the way down to Adam Smith. They teach the economics of a free market and why it's better than other systems. Might be the worst. But it's the best of all the rest of them. It's important to raise your kids up to love, respect, and want to defend our system of government. It is Tuttle Twins, Beck.com. Go there now. You'll get 35% off a bundle of 13 books for the summer with your kids or grandkids. 35% off 13 books, Tuttle Twins, Beck.com. Tuttle Twins, Beck.com. All right, Dallas Brown, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. 
Uh, so I don't know if you know uh, much about me, um, but I tend to think that we are uh, running a shell game uh, with our banks and our Federal Reserve and and our uh, central our central banks and our Treasury. Um, and I think we've done such damage to our banks and they are just printing money to keep everything looking like it's OK. I saw your so that's my point of view. So, you know where I'm coming from and I want you to correct me. Uh, you know, and, and enlighten me if you have anything better to say. Um, I have not heard of Weiss ratings before, but I know you guys have been around for about 50 years. And yep. in the last bank crash, I think you guys were the ones leading the way saying trouble. Is that, isn't that correct? Yeah. So um, we did. So I, I can get to both your points really okay. quick, but let me, let me just jump in and tell you who Weiss is and what we've been doing. So this, this analysis we did isn't something that we just did one time. We rate banks and many assets, stocks, insurance companies, bonds, and uh, crypto daily. Hmm. And so we see the movement that happens based on liquidity of banks, capitalization, stability. And so we're, we're very vigilant. Our analysts are very vigilant about this. And so, Weiss has been doing this. They started rating banks in 1971. Okay. And we, um, so Martin Weiss is the founder and his father actually back in 1930, his name is Irving Weiss. He predicted the failure of the bank of the United States. Mm. And so that's where the catalyst of this came. And so in 1971, he get, got together with his son and they started rating banks for safety for consumers. And so we rate every bank. And so it's not just bank, it's also credit unions. Mm. And so in 2008, you know, we, we named in advance warning all the major banks that failed during that financial crisis. I mean, you, you were the, I think the only guys that said Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers are going. Yep. Yep. So it was, it was like weeks before um, Bear Stearns and it was like a hundred and some odd days before Lehman Brothers that we announced that they, they're, they're gone. Like it, it's, it's an end game with them. But since 2008, there's been 539 bank failures. And we have given advance warning on 535 of those. And Jeez. some of those other ones were fraud. Yeah. yeah okay. And so th- this, isn't, this isn't something that we take lightly here. It, it's important. It's important for consumers. But uh, I, we, we kind of agree with you. It's, it's not the bank's fault. A hundred percent. It is, it is the government and is the government forcing them, um, to push this money out, not letting the free market play a key role in, right. in regulating the banks. Um, and they, and they just keep stepping in to protect banks, protect them from the market. And it's created this monster that's going to be tough to fix or save. Honestly. Right. And it, and it's, and it's only really benefiting at least at this point, the big banks, Everything keeps getting folded in to these banks that we said were too big to fail. And so we got to make them smaller uh, back in 2008. They're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it feels like we're going to end up with, well, just a Bank of America. (laughs) Well, hopefully that doesn't happen because that's not good for anybody uh, in our country at all. Right. I I was talking with... um, a president of a regional bank not too long ago. 
and he was talking about a nationalized bank. And I'm just like, why, why are you even talking about this? This is, this is not something that, that we want to be, we disgusting. Like Correct. we need the privatization. Yeah. So, so this, go this ahead. This is what we found. Yeah. This, this is what we found. So basically what's happening is because of how quickly they raised interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of banks that are holding bonds. And when someone comes and does a bank run or, or, or we have a lot of people taking out deposits, especially ones that have high uninsured amounts. So that's people yep. that have over 250. Um, the banks start having a crisis. And if they don't have the liquidity or they don't have the cash to cover those, like a typical bank run, they have to sell their bonds. And on their balance sheet, the bonds are marked or held to maturity. And so they have them marked as if they were going to sell them in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years. But then they have to take them now and they take a loss, right? And so after that, if their money that they're taking exceeds the capital, it's a game over for the bank. And then somebody has to step in and save them. And we only have two options. Either we bail out regional banks if this starts happening or we sell them to the bigger banks and we, we lessen the free market. Okay. So this is what, this is what I read, what, a week or two ago, 1,210 institutions, that's uh, banks and, uh, uh, and um, what do you call them? Uh, credit unions. Credit unions. Yeah. Uh, that's 12.8% of our banking system got a red warning flag signaling risk of imminent failure 3000 received a yellow warning flag indicating risk of failure in a financial crisis or recession and 45 banks 45 percent of all banks and credit unions were deemed vulnerable well if the 12.8 go down then you have a financial crisis or recession and that just triggers the other 3000 does it not so, so a lot of these banks are teetering, right? They're getting, they're getting uh, loans from other banks or they're selling their uh, assets to be able to cover if any type of run happens. So what we're saying is there are 12% tw- or 1,210 institutions are at a point where if anybody decided to start pulling money out or, or we had some sort of small panic, they're not surviving. It's not happening. And that is, that is a lot to do with the fact that they don't have the liquidity based on the short-term and long-term demands on their bank. Mm. And so what, when we rate banks, we, we have five different ratings, and there's 154 different data points we look at within that rating. And then we compare them to the stability across all of our data on those banks. And so we compare 6,000 data points to figure out what is the stability of this bank. And then we rate every bank A through E. Okay. And so A and B are more stable. C is in a vulnerable. That's the yellow flag. Right. Mm -hmm. And then D and E are the red flag, but there's, there's, there's quite a bit, even in that yellow flag that if we hit a recession or we get come into a new financial crisis, they do not have the liquidity or the cash on hand to be able to survive. So what does that mean to the average person? I've been telling people, well, don't, don't pull your money out of a bank unless you, you know, unless I, I think you're foolish for putting more than 
$250,000 in a bank, uh, a bank account, especially if you're an individual, maybe businesses, I understand. Um, but uh, you put, you're, you're going to get your money back. Now, how much your money is worth in the end is another story. But don't pull your money out because you're going to get that money if it fails. Right? Yeah, we, we don't, we don't, first off, we don't want to cause panic, right? Yes. That's why, that's why the FDIC, who understood that a lot of the problems with these recent bank failures were, they had a lot of uninsured accounts, right? So that means they were over to $250,000. Right. But the first thing is, don't hedge your bets. Don't, don't think that the FDIC has the capital to cover everybody because they don't, right? When they came out and said, we're going to cover all accounts and over the $250,000, that, that's, they're just, they're just playing, paying lip service. That's exactly what they're doing. They, well, I think, they they'll print, I think they'll print the money. And that's why I say I wonder how much it'll be worth in the end, but yeah. they'll just print so it. So it's not the FDIC that will bail them out. It will be the U.S. Treasury, Correct. right? Yes. That will bail them out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and so the first thing I would do is never, like you said, never have over $250,000. Okay. And spread them out because each account is actually insured. And so you can have one in one and one in the other and have a total of $500,000. In the same bank? But, yeah. Okay. As long as they're in separate accounts, it's the accounts themselves that are insured. Okay. So um, when you say uh, signaling a risk of imminent failure, that means if something happens or, I mean, imminent failure usually is like DEFCON 1, the war has started. It's coming so, in. So everybody, anybody that is on uh, listening right now can go to WeissRatings.com and see what their bank is rated. They don't have to do anything. There's a search at the top. You get all the information. You don't have to pay for it. We do this out just because we care about the everyday person. Um, and so you can go right now and see what your bank's rated. If your bank is rated red, there's a possibility, and I'm not going to say it's happening, but if, if it's rated a D or an E, there's a possibility that even without a crisis, they could they could go under. They could. Fail, so what do you right? do if you're in one of those banks? Because I don't want people to panic and freak out, but I want them to be safe. So what do you do if yeah. you're in one of those banks? So so right now it's it's not an issue. We're, we do not have an issue, and so don't we're not panicking. Nobody needs to panic. Nobody needs to go take their money out. They need to be careful, right? They need to to see where their money is, see why, because you can see right there why the institution has rated that. And if it's a profit problem, if it is a stability issue, um, a lot of these are, a lot of these are really small banks, right? Mm -hmm. And, and so what, what they need to do is they're, they're going to be covered. Everything is covered. Credit unions are covered, covered under the NCUA. Banks are covered under the FDIC and if you're in one of these small banks, you're just going to be pushed into, like we saw these other with these other bank failures to happen, into a larger bank that buys your assets, right. or it's taken over by until they can they can tell they can auction off the accounts, and so it's going to be seamless for them. Um, but you know, it's it's we have them there just so when people are looking to get into banks or they looking know. to not have to deal with this, they know. 
Uh, our, l- l- let me take a break. I want to ask you about Bitcoin. I want to ask you about insurance, but I also uh, want to ask you about the big banks uh, or any of the big banks in trouble. We'll go there in just uh, 60 seconds. Stand by. Uh, someday we'll all have electric cars and we won't be able to drive anywhere because we won't have any of the power plants uh, producing any of the electricity. But the idea of going someplace, uh, you'll be able to sit in your garage and, brrr, and pretend you're going someplace. It's great. Anyway, CarShield has affordable protection plans if you'd like to keep your car running. Uh, yeah, it's going to have breakdowns. That old combustion engine. Yeah, it's going to have breakdowns. But if it's not a computer chip, um, it, it, it may not break the bank. Um, but those things that are computer chips, the big, big repairs, they could, they could just sink the whole family. I have medical insurance because I know if somebody in my household has cancer, it could destroy the whole family. So let's have catastrophic health insurance. That's what this is for cars from CarShield. If something big goes, they cover more parts than ever before. They have uh, uh, different plans that will fit any budget, but you need your car. CarShield, dedicating to protecting what you have. Get coverage like I have on my old beater trucks at the farm. It is CarShield, 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100. Save 20%, lock in your price, it'll never go up, 800-227-6100, carshield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, any of the big banks in trouble? Um, so I I can't give you specifics right now on individual banks. Okay. Um, I I love to do it, but <laughs> I I have the I have the overall information. But normally, normally I'm going to say this: a lot of the big banks um, are highly rated for us. Okay? okay, which means they're they're a B or they're an A. Like J, I'm looking at JP Morgan right now. They're a B plus. They have decent liquidity. They're they're a major bank, and so they seem safe. But the issue the issue here is it's it's not if they're trouble or not. It it's a catalyst system. Like when we saw in 2008, it's it's a catalyst. Like people end up holding bags for other people right. on on bad debt. Yes, we we have some we have some interesting things happening here shortly. Like the commercial lending industry is going to go through a little bump in the road. Yeah. I don't think it's a little bump in the road. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of big commercial debt, especially in these giant cities. Who's going to, who's going to fund these things. And then what kind of interest rate is it going to be? I mean, I just, how are you going to re renew all of this commercial debt? Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues with terms coming due. There's a lot of issues with with cap rates just getting annihilated, um, and so we're we're going to see big discounts. We're going to see big discounts on commercial properties. And wow. the thing is, I was I was I was listening to a pundit the other day, not to quote somebody else I'm listening to, but they were saying that they they foresee that because there's so much cash out there and and people are being hesitant. Mm-hmm about getting any of these commercial deals that they might not even get to foreclosure. They're just going to be bought on discount to other investors because they haven't been wanting to jump in in the last year because of the crazy interest rate rises, right? Wow. 
Yeah. And so we, I don't, I don't know. I can't forecast. I'm not a commercial yeah. banking expert. Right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Just a uh, your I, rating I, service. I so, so yeah. tell me, um, uh, do you rate Bitcoin? I've, I've been concerned about Bitcoin we because of Bitcoin it, it, with everything that's going on with the federal reserve and the government. Where, how do you rate Bitcoin? So we have Bitcoin rated right now as an A minus. Okay. And so you got to understand is we, we individually rate each asset. So because Bitcoin is an A minus does not mean that it's better than Apple as an investment, right? Right. So we rate things within their own industry. And so we rate all cryptocurrencies around cryptocurrencies. We rate all banks around just banks. And so we have individual algorithms for each one. So insurance is another one. We've been dealing with the mess in Florida, which you probably know about yeah. with the insurance. And we downgraded the, the backstop backstop insurance company for the state of Florida because it's citizens because it it's it's a mess over there they're they're losing money and you know if another big hurricane season just is damaging to the current state and and right now we've, we've been kind of working with the ledge a little bit to help to try to help them out um to fix this issue but it's a it's a large issue we're based in Florida we care about that Dallas, I, I thank you very much for coming on and being a voice of reason uh, and also of warning and, and not causing any panic from anybody, but just sharing the information. I appreciate it, Dallas. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. WeissRatings.com is where you can go, and you can see the ratings of your insurance company, your banks, et cetera, et cetera. How stable are they? Do not panic. Do not pull your money out of banks. I mean, if you have more than 250000 in an account, split it up. But uh, don't pull your money out of the bank. It'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Weiss, W-E-I-S-S, ratings, with an S, dot com. All right, back in a minute, you sick freak. The Glenn Beck Program. First, the ground shakes. And it's only a little bit. You don't immediately feel too concerned, but then it shakes some more. And then the water in your glass ripples a little bit. And then you think, I've seen this movie before. And then the giant Tyrannosaurus Rex, you know, bursts through the trees, charges for you, uh, throws one of people in your party into a bathroom and then uh, eats you. I mean, it happens all the time. You should be prepared because that Tyrannosaurus Rex is about to eat your dollar. When the dollar fades or crashes, gold and other precious metals are the historic go-to. Goldline's been helping people acquire metals since 1960. I've been working with them for almost 20 years. Um, I trust them. They've, they, I buy old coins, and that's different than a lot of people, but find out. They have right now uh, up for grabs their most popular uh, gold $5 Indians and Liberty coins. Ask them why I buy them. Uh, they come with 100, uh, 100 free cropper, uh, pop, nah, copper uh, Mayflower rounds for free, each qualifying order. Just check it out now. Go to 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE. Continually rated A+. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FEDUP and save 30 bucks.
tonight on my Wednesday night special, how left-wing policies are killing the American dream. The migrants flooding over the border. They're, they're pursuing the American dream, or so they think, or so maybe we think. But uh, there's a few things that have left off the, uh, been left off the brochure from Team Biden. We show you them tonight. Crime, homelessness, drug addiction. Uh, the things that are jacking up inflation and interest rates. It's uh, the hardest than it's been in 15 years to buy a house. The climate obsession, the regulation of your gas stoves, all of these things. And how the Biden administration is robbing you of the American dream. We'll show you all the stats. It's a little overwhelming. It's, it's pretty impactful. And these are things that you need to have in your you know, in your quiver to be able to pull out and go, yeah, no, things are not necessarily going very well. These are the stats the mainstream media won't give you tonight at uh, nine o'clock. And that's right after a brand new Stu Does America. Wow. Um, On blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code fed up. Save 30 bucks. Okay. So um, there is some good news. From, yeah. From the- from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and <laughs> Firearms and Explosives. Uh, Have they added? Yeah, no, it's not the ATFE. It's just, it's the ATF and Explosives. What? I don't know. Don't. It's government. ATF and yes. Explosives? Yes. Okay, so uh, Joe Biden put a ban on pistol brace equipped guns. Lots of these out all across America. In Texas, they filed a suit against the administration, and um, the judge, the Fifth Circuit uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, just put a preliminary injunction on it. So if you live in Texas, uh, let's see, I think Mississippi and Louisiana, you're okay. You're all right. The rest of the country screwed. Um, but that's because this is only a ruling for the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. But hopefully uh, it's been you know, done nationally someplace else. Luckily, though, the rest of the country outside mm. of those three states, tons of boating accidents going on. Yeah, lots. Lots of them. Very. In Texas, it's almost completely dried up. Yeah. Everyone yeah. seemed to have found they were able mm. to get to the bottom of the lakes, pull so up their le- weapons. <laughs> so, let me, so let me give you some good news about Target. Kind of good news. Target has uh, now made a move to remove some LGBTQ merchandise, just the satanic stuff. I can't believe I'm having to say this. Just the stuff that was designed by a Satanist in London, where it has, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, the, the evil beast and the horns and everything. Those are gone. So that's, that's real. That's real. You haven't seen these? I mean, I saw a bunch of the stuff. I didn't know it's real think oh, it it's, was no it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy so they're keeping the normal they're keeping the normal, normal trans stuff yes they're keeping the normal transitioning stuff mm-hmm. you know they're they've got the women's bathing suits with the little tuck-in pocket by the way do we have the video of oh do we need to show any of the stein video? have you seen this oh the adam or the alex, alex stein video. no I'm yeah not look it. at this this is we're at target checking out their tuck friendly pride collection that's right guys Extra crotch coverage, tuck-friendly construction. Thank you, Target. No, it is. I don't think this is a tucking one. Yeah, it is. Look. Tuck. Oh, 
We, we bought this, by the Tuck way, for Finley. the museum. We bought a bunch of these. Construction. Okay. Not the ones Let's he wore. Is. <laughs> and well, you can okay, so Why there he is. Friendly. It's nice to oh, my gosh. He is a hideous... Not a, not a guy I want to see not in a, a guy, bathing suit. I don't really want to see any guy in women's bathing suits, quite honestly. Look, I got... This is not... You guys see this? It's tough friendly. This is horrific. Horrific. Anyway, so they're pulling. They're leaving that stuff in. It's going to give me nightmares. Yeah, that video. Uh, they're leaving all that stuff in. In some southern states, they've decided to move it to the back instead of right in everybody's face. Mm. Uh, but you are making a difference because they did this yesterday. Their stock dropped three percent, um, and uh, there's a possibility that if people stop shopping at uh, Target that you can make a real difference. If you do Budweiser, if it happens to catch on like Budweiser uh, and people are like, yeah, I'm just not going there anymore. Yeah. And again, the Budweiser thing, there's an update on that story today as well. What? Um, We had seen sales of Bud Light drop and it had dropped down to, I think 24% was the last update I saw. Apparently since then it had dropped to 27.7%. So sales are down 27.7% before the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Um, however, that is updated as of the week of May 13th. It has now dropped to 28.4%. Wow. And the quote that headlines the NBC News article is, quote, nobody imagined it would go on this long. This is a huge point. You 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 hit these companies for a week, they shrug it off. Yep. You keep this going, and now it's just turning into a thing where people don't want to buy it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to get in the argument. That is, uh, that's big. This will make a difference if when somebody walks in with a bag from Target and they walk in to your house or whatever and everybody in the house is like, you went to Target? Right. That's what will, that's what will change things. Uh, and it's going to be the women that really change this. Uh, women. You mean the women that can wear the tuck-friendly bathing suits? Yes. Okay. Those types of women. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just degrading to you, but- this is, you know, most uh, shoppers, I would assume, at Target are women. I know I went with my wife uh, on Friday and we saw it and I was like, not, not again. So what, what, like, for example, let's say Target moves it back to the back of the store. Okay. No longer, because it was, you walk in and it's just rainbows everywhere. And it still right? will be in, in most big cities, I'm sure. Right. So if they move it back, is that enough? Is that something that you're... No. I'm sorry. Tuck-friendly bathing suits? No. <laughs> just don't sell the tuck-friendly bathing suits. No, I mean, it's just it, enough is enough. Enough is what enough. What happened to I've the commitment? It. You know, Glenn, I, I look back to the days. I want people to commit. You know, what happened to the days where you just went through with it and you got the thing chopped off? Where yeah. are those days? What are we talking about tucking? Where are the people who are committing? <laughs> right. Where are the people who are saying, I'm going to be a woman and I'm going to get the thing chopped off? Where have they gone? Don't know. I want the good Don't old know. days of transgenderism <laughs> to return. The days where we could unite on snipping things off and reattaching them. That's the kind of America we all demand. Just check out the website, (laughs) lorenabobbitt.com.
That's a solid old school yeah, reference. Yeah, old school reference. Okay. So uh, Rick Scott yesterday, you know the NAACP uh, issued a travel advisory for the state of Florida. Yes. The NAACP travel advisory comes in direct response to Governor DeSantis's aggressive attempts to erase black history and restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. You know who's erased black history? The progressives. How do I know? Check out the library in our museum. All of this black history was available until the progressive movement. Anyway, Mm. uh, they go on. Florida is openly hostile towards African-Americans, people of color and LGBTQ plus individuals. Before traveling to Florida, please understand the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions of and the challenges faced by African-Americans and other communities of color. You want to talk about misinformation? If that, how is that, if they put that on check, NAACP, is that on Twitter, their Florida advisory? Because that is misinformation. Now, Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, he issued his own travel advisory for Florida. Today, Senator Rick Scott issues a formal travel advisory for all socialists visiting the state of Florida. The travel advisory comes in direct response to the Biden administration's attempts to erase capitalism and the system that has brought prosperity to Florida and the entire United States. Florida is openly hostile towards socialists and communists and those who enable them. Before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions (laughs) of and the challenges faced by socialists and others who work in the Biden administration. Uh, Let me be clear, says the formal travel notice. Um, any attempts to spread the oppression and poverty that socialism always brings will be rebuffed by the people of Florida. Travelers should be aware that attempts to spread socialism in North Florida will fail and be met with laughter and mockery. However, uh, in much of Central and South Florida, the situation is far more dangerous for socialists as they may encounter people from Cuba, Venezuela, and other parts of Central and South America. And the Caribbean, who have a direct knowledge and experience with the horrors of socialism. That's fantastic. Mm. That is fantastic. Love that. What are you looking at? Are you looking at the tuck bathing suit? I just they're not available in the front of the stores. I need to know where to buy them. Right. Um, no, I was looking for this uh, NAACP thing. It does seem to be on Twitter. So I don't know if they still are. Flag it. I don't know. That's misinformation. That is misinformation. That's disinformation. That's not misinformation. That's disinformation or malinformation. Well, I think it's... They know it's false. Isn't this also like disinformation from their perspective? Let me read you this statement. Under the leadership of Governor DeSantis, the state of Florida has become hostile to black Americans. It's not true. And is it? Of course not. And in direct conflict with the democratic ideals that our union was founded upon... Well, aren't these the same people that are constantly telling us that our union was founded upon slavery? <laughs> if if I, that's what our union was founded upon, it's very consistent <laughs> with those values. I, we pick one. Just pick some sort of narrative and stick to it. All right, let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. 
you know how you were thought you thought you were going to have to use a second rate real estate agent who barely knows what he's doing. Uh, you're making the biggest financial transaction of your life. You don't know how to find a real estate agent. You know, you're looking them up and you, I saw one on a bus board. Oh, OK. How do you pick the right one through advertising? Um, let us hook you up with the best agent in your area. If we have one, we'll recommend. If we don't, we're not just going to, we don't look at the bus boards. What we do is we spend weeks interviewing people in areas and we look for the best practices. Uh, We put them through the ringer because you are important to me and my company, realestateagentsitrust.com, wants to make sure you have somebody you're comfortable with, somebody that does the job, gets it done, and does it right. The agents we work with are the top sellers. They're going to steer you in the right direction. Check them, itself, uh, check them out yourself. Please do not take my word for it. These are the people we've done our homework on. Now you do the final check. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're buying or selling. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. This is amazing. Um, I think uh, Congressman McCarthy is outplaying the White House on this. Um, I need to call Mark Levin and say, you might have been really right on McCarthy. He was big for McCarthy. Mm. I, I thought the guy is just another another rhino. At least in this, he's playing this really well. And I so think far. he has the White House on the ropes. Yeah, I think the White House just thought, well, you know, the media will spin this for us and blame Republicans no matter what. Well, you know, Republicans have passed a bill and, you know, a poll came out yesterday that 60 percent of the American people, not just Republicans, but 60 percent of all of America said we should not raise the debt ceiling without cutting some spending. Good. So, I mean, they that's good. And I think the number for what the Democrats want, which is just raise it without doing anything, I think was 12 percent. Where was raise it with taxes? I don't know. I think. I think that was on there and it was it was in between the two numbers. Really? Yeah, it was it was Wow. But I mean at I least mean, there's some rationale to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there agree is. With it, there but. is. Um but they keep saying, you know, we're not going to raise taxes. We will not raise taxes as if the Biden administration is offering that, which I bet they are. Because then it'll be blamed on the Republicans for raising your taxes, even though the president has said he's never going to raise taxes for anybody, even though that's a blatant it's, lie. Yeah, it's been proven to be a lie multiple right. times. But I mean, I think McCarthy is, uh, I think he's, I think he's kicking their butt. Yeah, so far he is. And he's playing this well. And he has a very limited window here. The one thing that's going to be interesting is they're not going to get everything they asked for in that bill. Most likely we're going to have some sort of compromise position the question is, do you lose some of the more conservative Republicans with a compromise? And if you do, then you need Democrats to come on board. And and this bill could get very messy very quickly. Mm. Like it might get terrible. I mean, it was, you know, it's all I will say this. I agree with you. McCarthy's outplayed him, I think, significantly here and in an impressive fashion. But I wouldn't say the bill that they proposed is anything miraculous 
the best thing in it is the Reigns Act, and if that goes just if that goes through, honestly, it'll be a big enough win for me. That is that's, that, uh, that's, that's huge. Uh, that's even if you cut no dollars in spending, I'd be happy with. Yeah, that. I would too. Just give us the Reigns Act. I would be I'd be thrilled with that. That would be a massive long term structural change because to you our, could take on the spending. Like crazy, yeah, and all of the things that the government is doing, or the, at the very least, you'd ha- you'd have an elected official to blame for yes. the spending. Yes. Right now, you have these people who are unelected just passing this stuff with rules that are costing our economy in major ways. This would be a big pushback against that. So if that stays in there, I'd be happy, honestly, without the spending cuts. Look at how CNN—we're watching all four networks. CNN is the only ones with the Dow Jones Industrial Average right next to McCarthy's face. Right. um, Implying that the market being down 257 points is because of scare of default. We are not going to default. Unless they intentionally do it. Unless they intentionally. And it would take the secretary. The only ones that could do it would be the secretary of the treasury and Joe Biden. That's it. Because you could prioritize tons of other. Yep things it below will, our debt being paid it would that. be a choice yep. and think how bad this is for america to even say that we would default you're telling the rest of the world we're not good for our uh for our money that you lent us that's insane insane who would do that and then go to the bank and go i'd like more please the glenn back program